Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Thursday on the Just Baseball Show, Jack McMullen, Peter Apple. We're talking about a couple of teams that probably woke up on Wednesday morning hungover. The Cardinals and the Yankees had a lot of cervezas and a lot of champagne. Uh, the, the Yankees did it north of the border, which is crazy. So they had this pristine opportunity to have Molson or Labatt's. But they had Bud Heavy. I mean, come on. Let's be better than that here. But the Yankees and the Cardinals do clinch the division. We're going to talk about the teams that are eliminated right now and a tie at the top in the NL East heading into what's going to be a really weird weekend with Hurricane Ian already wreaking havoc on Florida right now, uh, headed towards, at least the remnants are, are headed towards Atlanta. Who knows how many games they're going to get in? Who knows when they're going to get these games in? We won't make any predictions on that. It's a shitty situation, but we will tell you what we think is going to happen in the NL East at the end of the day. Again, Jack and Peter. Peter, hey. Hey, I like that the Yankees celebrated in the house that Vladimir Grow Jr. built. Did he uh, there was a bit of, It's yeah, been open sorta. for a while. I would call it the house that Vernon Wells built. The way Vladimir Guerrero Jr. was talking and acting, it seemed like he built it himself. But, of course, he didn't. The Yankees celebrated, like you said, north of the border. Harrison Bader dumping beers down his throat. The Yankees dumping beers down Nestor Cortez Jr.'s pants. Did you see that? (laughs) Nestor Cortez Jr. was just standing there, and they, like, did his pants were just poured beers down his butt. Kind of awesome. (laughs) Kind of awesome. Kind of awesome. great. But at the same time, did you hear the uh, speech that Ollie Marmol gave to the Cardinals? That was electric. Two teams that, you know, the Cardinals kind of limped in. Um, The Yankees were limping heavily in like the month of August and September, they've been playing a little bit better. These are two dangerous teams as we move into the playoff picture, because the Yankees almost seem underrated right now. I think everybody is really, really down in them, but they have been better in September. And then on the same side, the Cardinals now, I guess is the time to play badly, but you really want to step it up in these last couple of days and get some momentum for the playoffs. So the Yankees almost limped at the right time while the Cardinals are limping at the wrong time, but you get both of these teams in the playoffs. And like I said, will be dangerous. Yeah. I, I, what do you make of like the Yankee struggles? Because hindsight's 2020 now. Um, I, I think the Cardinals were a little slow out of the gates here. The Yankees, obviously, they started so well. Pitching was perfect until the yeah. All-Star break. You you couldn't ask for better pitching. But then they started to sputter at the tail end of the summer. 
and you could have gotten a teensy bit concerned. Aaron Judge kept him in it. We can talk about Judge and 61 if you want. I think Michael Fisher with Codify put it wonderfully. Aaron Judge has an OBP right around 550 since hitting homer number 60. He's reached base in 17 of his 31 plate appearances entering play on Wednesday since home run number 60. So he's not pressing at all. Uh, Judge, I do still think, is going to do it with 61 and 62. But Judge kept them afloat. And here we are looking at them as division champs when they were trying their hardest not to win the division in August and the early goings in September. Yeah, I'm somewhat tired of talking about Judge until he actually does it because watching the Yankees day in and day out, it's just a walk fest. But to some of the pitcher's points, it's not like they're just not pitching to him. He's getting to two strikes and then just laying off a bunch of breaking balls. Actually, the plate discipline is something that's very intriguing. And Yankee fans, I know that they want 61, they want 62. But you should look at the fact that, you know, if if they're not going to throw anything to Aaron Judge, there's no need for him to start fishing. And he hasn't been at all. So there isn't the pressing nature where, you know, he's trying to hit basically anything. He's just like, if you give me a pitch in the zone, I'm going to swing at it. Sometimes I hit a foul ball. Sometimes I get a base hit. Sometimes I get a double, and maybe it'll go over the fence because I think that's that's the most underrated aspect of Aaron Judge this season is he is a complete player that happens to have 60 home runs. That's what I think is a story here with Aaron Judge that it, Triple Crown, I mean, I don't think there's ever been a Triple Crown winner to hit 60 home runs while hitting 315, 320 with all these RBIs and the defense and the speed. But just on the Yankees aspect, like who's been doing much better, it's good to see Glaber Torres really, really turn it up lately. He has an OPS near 1,000 in the month of September. That's a huge bat for them in the lineup. LeMahieu's injury is still pressing. They're unsure whether he will be back in the lineup, at least for the end of the regular season. He should be back for the playoffs, but it's still up in the air. Harrison Bader has been a great addition for them. Uh, overall, the Yankees are playing well, James and Tyon just gave them a very, very good start against the Blue Jays. Yeah. Um, we're, you're hearing us on Thursday. So that was Tuesday night. Yeah. It's shaping up. Nestor's good. Cole has been better. This is a dangerous team. As long as Chapman is in it. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, real, real quick on judge here, this guy leads the American league in every single aspect of the slash line here and yeah, and yeah like this has kind of been the same deal um as you know what he did in his in his rookie season in 2017 where he led baseball or he led uh, the american league in homers he led the american league in walks he led the american league in runs scored he leads the american league in homers rbis batting average the triple crown categories runs scored walks he's walked 105 times he leads in batting average again at 314. He leads in OBP at 425. Obviously, the 60 homers are going to push the slugging to 693 as it stands right now. But a 425 OBP and hitting 60 homers, I mean, this is Barry Bond stuff. Yeah, he has 12 walks in seven games since he hit his last home run. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, he's walking almost every other at bat at this point. Yeah, it's 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 not fun to watch, of yeah. course, as a person hoping for him to hit all these home runs. But sometimes you have to take a step back and realize 
this is good for the playoffs. You want this plate discipline. Yeah. Like you yeah. want him on base because I, I say he is a very good base runner and he almost has 20 steals. I think that's one of the most underrated aspects of judge's season is the defense in center field. But now you put Bader in center field who by a lot of people, they think that he's the best defensive center fielder in the game. I don't know if I'd say that. I think there's a lot of people that could, that could garner that title, but he's definitely up there. And then you move judge to right, which is a better position for him. It's a good team. Donaldson's been hitting a little bit better too. You know, Stanton goes through his ups and downs, but I have full faith in the playoffs. Yeah. It's a dangerous team. Are they better than the Astros? No. Are the Blue Jays still going to be good? Yes. Of course, the Rays are going to be good. And I think the Guardians are maybe the most underrated team in the entire playoffs. This is just shaping up for incredible excitement. I can't wait. Yeah, 100%. The expanded postseason is actually going to be awesome this year. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. And, um, and the Mariners are in it. I didn't mean to not mention them. They are in. Yes, it. Seattle. Seattle is in. Um, yeah, I, it was nice to see Glaber Torres have a couple of RBIs uh, on Tuesday night, which was good. How do you feel about the pitching right now? And then I'm going to give you the rundown. I kind of break down team performance into four main categories. I'll get into those, and I'll get into where the Yankees stack up among American League postseason teams. I'm going to do the same exact exercise for the Cardinals here. But before I get into that. How do you feel like the rotation fares? I think it all depends on what kind of Garrett Cole you get, right? Well, because what kind of Garrett Cole are you expecting? It's impossible to, to answer the question, honestly. I really don't know. Like, I don't know what we're going to get. I had full faith in him going into that last wild card against the Red Sox. And what happened? You got Early crushed. Bombed. Yep. It's it's a little bit easier to predict what Jacob deGrom is going to do, what Max Scherzer is going to do, what Julio Arias is going to do. But Garrett Cole, he could turn in an absolute dominant performance, or he could give up a three-run home run in the first inning, and then you're down 3-0. That's the problem here. I believe in Nestor. I think Jamison Tyon is kind of an underrated arm in this equation. I know you kind of give me the grimace look, but he has been pretty solid. Luis Severino came back. They have enough bullpen guys to shoulder the load as well, which is very, very important here. Like You don't need six innings from Nestor or Jameson Tyone or any of these guys or Severino even. Like Give us four innings at high octane, Severino. Can you do that? I think he can. Think but he can. It, it rides on Garrett Cole because if the Yankees can go up 1-0 in the series... I love their chances against any team in baseball. But if you lose that game one with Garrett Cole and then all is riding on Nestor, it's a lot to ask from him. Yeah, Not to say that he can deliver because he's been the most consistent starter for the Yankees all year. But still, I truly don't know what I'm going to get from Garrett Cole. I want to give you an answer. I want to be confident and think to myself, oh, it's Garrett Cole he's our money maker. He's going to strike out a billion guys and he's going to shove because that's what we pay him to do. But I just truly don't know. But I'm also not going to sit here and say that I have no faith in Garrett Cole. Yeah. Like he could turn around and dominate any offense on any given day, but on any given day, he could give up two home runs and you're down five zero. That's yeah. the issue in the bullpen. I'm going to walk through the names in the bullpen and you tell me if you trust them for three high leverage outs in the Yankee bullpen right now. Lou Let's Trevino. Yes. Uh, Clark Schmidt. Kinda. It's okay to say no, like <laughs> no. because uh, every team has players that you have to say no to. 
I will say no to Clark Schmidt. Marinaccio. I lean yes. I lean yes. Not a confident yes, but I. he's just he's so young. He's so young. The yeah, stuff but... is there. The regular season stuff is there, but he's also been thrown in a lot of low leverage situations, some high leverage situations when the Yankees needed him and there were some injuries there. But he's just so young. How is he going to do with the bright lights on in October against some high-powered offenses? I would say I'm confident in him. Like, if he comes in, I'm not like, oh, no. Yeah. So I would say yes. It, I would say yes. It's hard to He's find a fifth brighter. Inning guy. He's yes. a fifth inning guy. It's hard to find brighter lights in the regular season than Yankee Stadium, though. I will say that. So Marnaccio, it, it feels like he'd be prepped. So Marnaccio, I think we're both leaning yes. Litke? In spots. Loisiga? Yes. The answer was no. Pre-All-Star no. break. Now it's an emphatic yes. It's not an emphatic yes. It's an a yes. emphatic yes for me, man. I'm down. Hey, I'll believe you. I'm down. I, I think just... the bowling ball at the knees plays. Oh, it plays for sure. The stuff, there is no question about it. It's just sometimes with command with him. I would say yes. Yes. Clay, Clay Holmes is yes of an automatic yes than he was pre-All-Star break, but he's still a yes. Yes, I believe in him. But... Efros. Yeah. He's the best. He is awesome. He's great. <laughs> He's the best. Now, he should be the closer. We get to the big ones. Zach Britton. Wait, can I say something about Zach Kev- or uh about Scott Efros? Yeah. Underrated relievers at the trade deadline. I said whoever grabs this submariner from Chicago, I've bet on too many Cubs games to count. And I see this guy always locked down innings. I say whatever contender is gonna get this guy is going to be very happy. Happened to go to my Yankees. We gave up Hayden Westneski, who's dominated for the Cubs recently. Great. Don't love that return because he is right. nasty. But man, you get Scott Efros for five years. He's gonna be a closer that's just Yankee fans are gonna love more and more as he continues to pitch. Yeah, he is pretty fun. Big names here. Zach Britton, do you trust him? No fucking shot. And then Chapman, do you trust him? No fucking shot. That's crazy. I mean, in the year of our Lord 2022, we're saying get off my team, Zach Britton and Araldus Chapman. Get off my team, Zach Britton and Araldus Chapman. Wow, what a world we live in, man. The way I don't that, want that. <laughs> the way that I break it down here is again, I, I almost want to view it in four facets. And, and this is the way that I kind of view teams now. And and is it flawed? Absolutely. But is it the simplest way to compute who's good in each area? I think so. So I can I feel like I can best judge postseason teams on four things. Team WRC plus, team outs above average. Starter ERA, bullpen ERA. Yeah. I know ERA is a bit more flawed, but that accounts for offensive production. That accounts for defensive aptitude. That accounts for starting success. That accounts for bullpen success. The only problem with ERA is it's so defense dependent. So guys with um, like guys on, for example, the Cardinals, like the Cardinals, they're... ERAs are going to be a little bit better than most teams because their defense is so elite, similar to the Astros. But it's a good baseline. Like we're not, yeah, it's a good baseline. Like we know these guys, we know how good they are. It's a good baseline. So here are the teams that are going to be in the postseason in the American League that are better in each each of those aspects than the New York Yankees. Okay, 
the only team better than the Yankees in Team WRC Plus that'll be in the postseason in the American League is the Blue Jays. They're the only good. better hitting team. And they are very good. Yes. The two teams that are better than the Yankees in outs above average are the Astros and the Guardians. Fine with that. Makes the, sense. The two teams that are better than the Yankees in starter ERA are the Astros and the Rays. Okay. Shane, he, Mc, Shane McClanahan, I'm not just thinking he's this auto. No, ace. and you have also, no idea what you're getting from Glass now, right now either. It's funny. Rasmussen and Springs are the guys. Yeah. They might be the one and two. <laughs> yeah. And then you got McClanahan and, and Glass now as the three and four. Is McClanahan like a, like a stopgap guy? Christian Javier of this year, Shane yeah. McClanahan. Yeah. No, I mean, Shane McClanahan, I assume you in know, the he's playoffs he's going to be good. I know. And he's, in terms of his stuff profile, there's a few pitchers better. But in the playoffs, I have I have my doubts with Shane McClanahan. Like, I, I, I wouldn't just automatically lock in that this raise rotation is way better than the Yankees. I wouldn't. No. The bullpen, uh, Pete Fairbanks is... Pete Fairbanks is my mortal enemy. 99 mile an hour BBs from Fairbanks from a weird arm slot. And somehow it comes out of that short arm path at 99. He's so weird. Since he came back from the IL, it's arguably he's been the best reliever in baseball. And then Jason Adam back there, their bullpen is so deep and so good. But anyone can be beat on any given day. Anyone can be beat. The The only team better than the Yankees in bullpen ERA that's going to be in the postseason on the Yale side is the Astros. Who so are dirty. the Astros are a better defensive team and a, a better, better pitching team all around. Yeah. When you look at where the money is going to be on teams to make it out of the American League, I, you know, it probably is going to go the Astros far and away As and then the be. Yankees. Where does the money lie for you? Like if I gave you a hundred dollars to put down and you could put 50 on one team, 25 on another, 25 on another, where are you going with it? It's a good exercise. I would put 50 on the Astros. I would, I would put some on the guardians. I would. So 25 on Cleveland, 25 on the Yankees. I think so. And the reason why think about this, when we drafted our playoff teams, right? There was a team in there that was commonly found in our drafts. Terry Francona was the first manager taken. You took their bullpen, the yeah. fighting Nick Sandlins. Yeah. They also have Emmanuel Classe and James Karachek, but Nick Sandlin is the guy. And fucking Daniel De Los Santos. They have so many, they have so many dogs. Like the Guardians are for some reason underrated through a lot of circles. They don't have the best anything. But if we look at an offense, there's very little holes. We look at a starting rotation with very little holes. We look at a bullpen with no holes. We look at a great defense and good base running. This is a good team. Do not underrate the Guardians. The Guardians are going to have the best value. That's why I put my money there. Do I still think that the Blue Jays in a playoff format are a better team than the Guardians? Yeah, I do. I think the Mariners can compete as well, and I think the Rays will just ray their way. But yeah. the Rays have also never proved, even with better teams than this, that they have postseason success. They're a really good regular season Man. team, and they're built for the regular season. Dude, they were they were a couple of games within a World Series a couple of years ago. Yeah, a couple of years ago. But they have been at the top almost every year since. Yeah. Haven't made a ton of noise. Yeah. But neither, I mean, the Yankees, you know, they've been to a couple of LCSs, but nothing's materialized. The Blue Jays haven't proved anything. 
Like I, it's, I think it's the Astros to lose. They are. I think the Astros could win it all. So it's like we're all. This is almost semantics here. Like we're just kind of talking about who's second place in the American League. Yeah, that's why I just we do a fucking so, podcast, dude. No, it's I know, I know, I know, I I understand what we're doing here. I'm just saying, if if you put a gun to my head and said, "Where are you putting all your money?" I think I might just put a hundred on the Astros. But if we're really? parceling it out. I would sprinkle on the Guardians. I would sprinkle on the Yankees. I think the Blue Jays are a very good team in terms of the depth-wise. I've said this on this podcast, and I'll say it again because I think it's a very interesting, it's an important point that your depth doesn't matter as much in the playoffs. That's why the Padres get a bump up. The Blue Jays get a bump up. These teams that don't have to rely on their fifth starter, like no more Sean Manaya for the Padres, no more Mitch White for the Blue Jays. That's it's free. Just your, it's just your dogs. And the Blue Jays and the Padres have fucking dogs. Yeah. Blake Snell is kind of becoming a dog again, which is wild. His pitch count is just gross. It's like five shutout innings with 96 pitches. That's what he was against the Dodgers. But he's owned the Dodgers, which is kind of important for the playoffs if they ever face each other. Like, yeah, it's a good start right there. Um, And the Padres, but of course, even with a dominant start for Blake Snell, the Padres are never safe. Like, they want an extra innings. Like, yeah, no. but you you think the Yankees are the second best team in the American League going into this? I do, but it really it hinges on Garrett Cole. If Garrett Cole is Garrett Cole, the Yankees are clearly second best. Yeah, but if, if he's Garrett, Garrett Cole, Cole is Garrett Cole, they could lose to anyone. Anyone. Seattle. Seattle. They could lose to Seattle they easily. Could lose to Seattle. If Luis Castillo wins that game one, or let's just make it seem like they're playing like a seven game series. Luis Castillo dominates as he has against the Yankees and Garrett Cole gives up a home run to Julio Rodriguez, gives up a home run to Suarez. They're down one zero. Then it's like Nestor versus Robbie Ray. No guarantee. The Yankees win that game either. Like the Yankees have to win game one. And if they do, they can beat anybody. If they don't, we'll see. Okay. Uh, We'll talk Cardinals in a moment here, but first we're going to take a break to tell you guys about diet smoke. Diet Smoke is the solution to avoid those, oh shit, I'm way too high moments. Diet Smoke makes Delta 8 THC, Delta 9 THC, and CBD products that are perfectly balanced. Their gummies, their drinks, their vapes, as Peter uh, fakes takes a gummy, like shoveling it into his mouth like the end of a potato chip bag. Um, They make... Their gummies, drinks, and vapes, they're not only delicious, they're guaranteed to give you that beautiful buzz you've been looking for without melting you into the couch. They extract their THC and CBD from American-grown hemp, meaning they can ship directly to your door. No prescription, no sketchy weed dealer, no need to even leave the house. Diet Smoke just released a bunch of new products and flavors, so no matter what type of mood you're in, They've got you covered. So if you're ready to get that perfect high, head over to dietsmoke.com and use code JUSTBASEBALL. One word for 15% off your entire purchase. Must be 21 and older to order. Great ad read. Salute. Um, the Sodi Pops, right? Yep. Do you, are you doing the Sodi Pops or the, the gummies? Been doing the gummies. Good way to fall asleep. Sleep like a baby. Wake up. Produce winners. Just kidding. I've been kind of losing lately, but one on the Tigers, which is good. Rinse, repeat. <laughs> just <laughs> write article, record podcasts, just baseball show, content, articles, Pod. diet smoke, <laughs> sleep, wake up, article, <laughs> podcast, pot. Um, all right, let's talk Cardinals. They just cleansed the NL Central with a win in Milwaukee. 
I tweeted out a photo of the side view of the hitter, like Keston here are the right-handed bats are just over the Cardinals dugout. I mean, if you just got the side view of a right-handed hitter, you would think you were at Bush Daddy. There was mm-hmm. so much red and it was filled. And then I went to the first base side, the, the left-handed batter's view, and it was empty in the ninth inning. And there were some scattered yellow and navy shirts, but it was night and day. So interesting to see how these Cardinals fans travel. They've always traveled really well. The Cardinals oh, have yeah. one of the sneaky best fan bases in all of baseball. Easily. I know you get chirped because when you bet against the Cardinals, like you hear it. Oh, more than any team ever. But that just goes to show that this team um, and these fans believe in their team like they, more than anyone. And, and they, they should because the Cardinals have a shot here. And they fucking love this team, man. Yes, they should. They Brendan love the Donovan Cardinals. is such a dog. Yeah, he is. I love him. They they love the Cardinals, but they love the 2022 St. Louis Cardinals. And should. how can you not, right? At the beginning of this year, we were looking at this roster construction and we said, wow, young guys. And, and Brendan Donovan was just a glimmer of hope here. We were looking at Lars Newtbar and we were looking at, uh, you know, Dylan Carlson and guys like that. And then we were looking at the old farts like Wayno, Yachty and Pujols thinking, okay, we're on milestone and victory lap watch. And then you have the mid 30 superstars in Arenado and Goldschmidt. The blend between those three has just been perfect. And there's something about this post deadline rotation that gets me riled up, man. Going from Wayno to Jordan Montgomery to Jose Quintana, fuck me up with that. That you want to hear? You want to hear something hilarious about the Cardinals? I'm going to read you their top five in WRC Plus this year. Paul Goldschmidt, number one at 179. Nolan Arenado at number two with 152. We knew that. But did we think Albert Pujols at number three would be at 139? Brendan Donovan at four at 128? And Lars Newtbar at 128 as well. All of these guys have played over 100 games. Lars Newtbar has actually played 101 while Pujols has played 104. But Brendan Donovan has just provided incredible defense all over the field while being 28% above league average as a hitter and walking almost as much as he's striking out in his rookie season. I mean, probably the most underrated rookie in baseball. Might be one of the most underrated players in the entire sport. And you don't really find that on the St. Louis Cardinals, but Brendan Donovan is that dude. He's going to make an impact in these playoffs. I just feel it. He just shows up when you need him. Yeah. He's got a 390 OBP. And, and the he's, beauty of he's like a, he's like a He's like a poor man's Cal Quantrill in that way. Shut up. No. <laughs> you just ruined Brendan Donovan for me. What do you mean? I just compared him to the greatest pitcher alive. That's yeah, really and good. that's why you ruined him for me because I prey on Cal's downfall. I liked Cal Quantrill, and then you started talking about him, and now I hate him. That's <laughs> such a lie. No one ever liked him except me. And no, um, Cal, Cal Quantrill also he got his start got moved up, so he's got a three four nine ERA arm in my bet. He's got to get a tattoo if he's under three five. Got moved up. It was at home against the Royals. Now it's at home against the Rays. Oh, that's terrifying. Uh, we'll see. Hold on. Man, you guys are going to be hanging on every pitch. That'll be crazy. It's today, Arm, as Arm we're listening to a, it. Oh, wow. Arm doesn't have a tattoo, right? Mm-mm. No. This would be his first one? On his forehead. He, he's pure. He's going to heaven. Uh, you and I both have tattoos, so we're already locked out of heaven. Done. 
Um, yeah, Brendan Donovan also from Germany, born in Germany, which is sick. That Didn't certainly know that. helps his postseason cause. Yeah, from Wurzburg, Germany. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, it, like it's that type of guy. A Newt Bar, a Brendan Donovan, a Tommy Edmond. They're oh, going to yeah. do something magical in the postseason. The thing that I love about this is their postseason four is going to be Wainwright, Michaelis, Montgomery, and likely Quintana. And you feel decent about it. Um, same exercise with St. Louis. We're going to walk on. through. Yes. The only issue here, and this is something that I want to talk about because Jordan Montgomery got off to a really, really hot start with the Cardinals. Like didn't allow a run. It felt like for a month lately, he hasn't been good. Miles Michaelis threw a phenomenal start against the Brewers a couple or two days ago. Now he looked much better needed that kind of start out of Miles Michaelis moving forward in the playoffs. You know, when I said the Cardinals were kind of limping, Miles Michaelis wasn't that same guy, but that that's a, that's a, you need that start. And it wasn't against some team like the pirates or something like the brewers are a good offense, especially against right. He's one of the best in baseball against right-handed pitching, especially. And Michaelis shut them down. That was a big performance. Wainwright has been struggling lately. Montgomery has been struggling lately. And now Quintana faces the Brewers on Wednesday as we're recording. We'll see how he does. I expect him to pitch fine. And even if he doesn't pitch that fine, he's been one of the more consistent guys. But really, the consistent pitcher since the deadline for the St. Louis Cardinals, it seems to be Jose Quintana. Yeah. Quintana's fun. Yeah. Quintana, I, I don't think he unlocked anything in his career i i think he just figured out how to be Got actually perfect yeah, yeah. He, he figured out how to be perfect and when quintana was at his best in chicago when he was an all-star it was you know dotting the corner with 92 93 now it's 89 90 91 but he's still dotting the corner. And I, mm -hmm. and I think he got away from that a little bit in the years that he really sucked. He was missing middle middle and that it was T-ball can't do that for yeah. major league hitters. You can't miss middle middle with 90 and Jose Barrios is missing middle middle 94 and getting schlacked. No, it's it off to the races against Jose yeah, Barrios. You just this can't year. be middle middle. You cannot yeah. be middle middle in major league basketball. That's what we were talking about with Aaron Nola. Like there was no Aaron Nola has some of the best stuff in baseball and it was, it was just middle, about middle command within the strike zone. It was just middle, middle. That's what happened. That's why he started giving up the home runs. Garrett Cole, middle, middle. Just if you miss middle, middle major league hitters are going to kill you. So when you're on the corners, that's what miles Michaelis was the other day on the corners. When he's middle, he gets crushed. It's not that hard. It's hard for pitchers because the location is, is just, you know, a hair here or there. Like if you're on the quarter, it's not that much between middle and on the hair, but you just miss that barrel of the bat and it results in weak contact rather than incredible contact. Yeah. Uh, real quick on Montgomery here. Uh, in the month of September, opponents have an 840 OPS against him compared to a yeah. 503 OPS in August. Now, it 503 is, is next level, but 840 is not good. Bold prediction here. It's going to be somewhere in the middle in the postseason. Yeah, it's going to be a 690 thing. <laughs> it's absolutely going to be a 690 thing. And I, I feel okay about 690. I really do. Quintana, since he came over from the Pirates, and he was really good with the Pirates. With Pittsburgh, 20 starts, he had a 3-5. But as yeah. you're saying, he leveled up. He's got a 2-1-4 yeah. across 10 starts. Yeah. It's been real good. That's Watching a guy him that wanted to be on a good team. He's been surgical, too. He's been the best pitcher on the Cardinals since he came over. Yeah, he has. Um, and, and the bullpen, like Ryan Helsley throwing 104-1 one, 
in the ninth oh. inning to close out the division is gonads with Giovanni Gallegos warming in the pen if he runs into issues. That's my only worry with Helsley. Are his nuts too heavy? Yeah, because it could throw off the aerodynamics, especially when it gets exactly. cold and they get a little bit closer to your torso. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm worried about because the stuff is all world. The yeah. command is phenomenal, but just are his nuts too heavy. We're just worried about testicle mass. Yeah. That's it. That's the only problem <laughs> with Helsley is testicle mass. Um, the teams that are better than the Cardinals defensively that are in the postseason. Um, no one. Yeah. Literally no I, one. I mean, They're, maybe the Astros, but no. No. So, no. Same thing. Arenado is such a first ballot guy. He's yeah. like the greatest third baseman ever. He is so incredible at third base. I just, I wanted to say that. I wanted to shout it from the mountaintops because it is a joy to watch this man play third base. A joy. Which one did you want to shout from the mountaintops? The the first ballot or the greatest first baseman ever? Or a third baseman ever? Both. Yeah, so you shouldn't shout the back one very loud at all. Okay, Mike Schmidt. Yeah, the Mike Schmidt people, the, the Chipper Jones people will absolutely crucify you. I think that Nolan Arenado will have a better overall career when it's all said and done than Chipper Jones. Bro, you're wild, but I'm not opposed to that idea. I kind of dig that hot take. Let's jump back in here. Four aspects, Team WRC+, plus, Team Outs Above Average, Starter ERA, Bullpen ERA. The Cardinals, the, the two postseason teams in the National League with a better team WRC plus than the Cardinals are the Dodgers and the Mets. Okay, two best teams in the National League. You can make good. the argument that they're the two best teams in baseball. Yep. Again, they're the best National League team in terms of outs above average. Nobody is close. I, I think Arizona might be like slightly better than yeah, them, but yeah. They're the best is, in baseball, which doesn't, like Jonathan Scope leading everybody in every defensive metric doesn't yeah. count. Okay, yeah, it doesn't count. Uh, starter ERA, here's where they run into issues. Dodgers, Mets, Braves, Phillies, all better in terms of starter ERA. But again, the, the rotation for the front two-thirds of the season is different than it is now. Much different. That's why it's hard to judge these metrics, too, yeah. because they didn't have Montgomery or Quintana for a while, and they were throwing out Dakota Hudson. Yeah. You know, they were throwing out like Jake Woodford on occasion. Yeah, uh, Libby made a couple of starts. And Libby, Libby made a couple ready. of starts. Like Polanti, since he went back to the bullpen, has been much better. Me yeah. too, but as a starter, not as much. Not yet, but could be. He's just not gonna, in the postseason. Polante is going to have a big swingman appearance in the postseason. I Promise. Dude, he's good in the bullpen. He's real good. Promise. Uh, and then in terms of bullpen ERA here, the Cardinals are third among National League postseason teams, only behind the Dodgers and the Braves. It's the Dodgers league to lose. I, I think if you put a gun to my head, it's the Dodgers getting out of the National League. So I was talking to Dustin, as you know, big Dodger guy. He's worried about his team and he knows how good they've been in the regular season, but they've been, they got some injuries to deal with. You know, May is out. Trinan is now out again. They are not a perfect squad. Do they win it? Probably still. They'd still be my pick. Dustin couldn't get me off him, but Dustin has been singing about the Braves. He thinks that the Braves are just as good as the Dodgers and the Mets, and that the Braves, he that's his pick. 
And I found that to be very interesting coming from a Dodgers fan. Yeah. And a diehard Dodgers fan at that. I, I think I was totally with him. And I would have actually said that Atlanta is better than the Mets before this Strider oblique thing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now, exactly. Because of the unknown, I, I don't, I'm not going to say I don't have much confidence in the Braves because I do have confidence in them, but Matt Olson has been bad over the last couple of months. Yeah. Hasn't been good. Um, Freed, yeah, so trust good. Freed, but Bassett's like it's been good. Bassett's a really good three. Chris, Chris Bassett. Bassett, really good three. Yeah. And, and obviously, Max you go toe to toe with Kyle Wright any day of the week. So that's the thing. Like Kyle Wright slides up to the two. I'd feel incredible with Kyle Wright as the three. I feel good with Kyle Wright as the two, but I would rather feel incredible with Freed Strider Wright as my front three instead of freed right and we'll see what happens after that charlie morton but yeah exactly but this charlie morton is a great four like i i feel the same about morton and tyone Mm, i feel better about morton than tyone fair just (laughs) because he's been there so much more often fine and tyone kind of looks like he's a melting vanilla ice cream cone Jameson Tyone looks like a melting vanilla ice cream cone. Yeah, he's got like this like... Did you come to that... Hold on. Did you come to that revelation with or without diet smoke? Without diet smoke. But then diet smoke made me really focus in on it. Yeah, I understand. (laughs) No, but I'm not on the diet smoke while I'm watching. Diet smoke is to go to bed. Diet smoke is to go to bed. I understand. Okay, cool. Um, Now, same exercise with the National League. I give you 100 bucks. 50 on one team, 25 on two others. Where's it going? 50 on the Dodgers, 25 on the Braves, 25 on the Mets. But Cardinals are the best value because the Cardinals are just as good as any team in baseball when they are on. I am just a little bit nervous of them limping to the finish line, and I'm just afraid that that momentum – wasn't built before that but anything can change in the postseason like that could prove to not matter whatsoever yeah it's just the way i try and handicap these things it's like that's all i can do right i mean i can't just discount what's been happening lately but like you you put their rosters in front of me like i said and when the cardinals are on like when the cardinals are hot they are uh, as unbeatable as any team in baseball so it's just what version of the Cardinals am I going to get? Am I going to get the limping Cardinals who haven't been hitting that well, whose pitchers haven't been performing that well? Or am I going to get the juggernaut Cardinals where Adam Wainwright looks like Tom Brady, Miles Michaelis is shoving, Jaymont, nobody can hit him, and Jose Quintana is surgical. And then and then you can't stop the offense. I don't know which version of the Cardinals I'm going to get. Similar to the Yankees. They're in a very similar spot here. Yeah, I think so too. I think when they're on... Almost unbeatable. When they're off, could lose to anyone in the playoffs. Yeah. If I had a hundred bucks, fifty on the Dodgers, twenty-five on the Mets, twenty-five on St. Louis. Not the Braves. Yeah, it's really hard to win two in a row. <laughs> yeah, but if there's a team that can do it, it's them. Yeah, it's very simple analysis, but. I mean, it's very, very hard to win two in a row. It is very hard to win two in a row. I get that. And I don't think I don't think you putting it on those three teams, like if I would also want to put it on the Cardinals. I would almost want to go 25, 25, 25, 25. You think I'm wrong. 
You just no. say it. You think I'm wrong, and you think I should end the Zoom right now. Uh, You're wrong about a lot of things. You're not wrong there. <laughs> I'm wrong about most things. Rapid fire. One nice thing about each team that has been eliminated since the last time we did it. So we go. The, wait, should we go through the Cardinals bullpen a little bit, kind of like we did the Yankees? Oh, do you want to? I kind of want to. Okay. It's a fun bullpen. Okay, let's pull it up here. Um, okay. Yes or no? Do you trust them in high leverage situations? Jake yeah. Woodford. Not really. Okay. Zach Thompson's currently in the bullpen. Uh, kind Chris, of. Chris Stratton. Yeah. 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 Joe, Joe Romero, I have more faith in than Chris Stratton. I have the exact same amount of faith. Like, I, I would give them the yes designation. Okay. Palante. Definitely. Uh. I'm I'm straddling the line a little bit. Like I, I think he's going to be that that fourth fifth inning guy if a guy you exactly. know labors through three. But you're just saying yes. Like I believe in I. These are the guys I believe in. Yeah, Mats is probably going to make the postseason roster. Yeah, and he should. He's going to he kind of function same role as Palante. Yes, but I'd rather have Palante. <laughs> Dakota Hudson. No. Helsley. Yes. No shit. Gallegos. Yes. Definitely. Question is, is such a dog. He's such a dog. He takes more time than anybody else between pitches and baseball. So annoying. So but annoying <laughs> in the regular season, but it's okay yeah. in the postseason. Yeah, I don't care. I want more time in the postseason. I'm down for these games to go five hours. I don't care. Big question here. Is Jack Flaherty on the postseason roster? I wouldn't trust him. Jack but Flaherty. He did look, he did look better in his last start. The command is not there. He's walking the world. Dude, he's he's really hard to gauge. I mean, he really hard to gauge. so bad when I saw him on a rehab assignment. Kind of wild. Yeah. I don't know if I'd trust him. Did give them a good start in his last one, though. He's looked logs increasingly six. a little better. Okay, so his last three starts. You ready for this? Actually, since he's come off the IL, let's talk September 5th. Five innings of one-run ball. Good. The walks, Five innings. Check out the walks. Uh, walked one. Okay. September 10th in Pittsburgh, five innings of three run ball walked four didn't strike out anybody. Yeah. What? Yeah. September 16th at home against Cincinnati, five innings of four run ball walked two, hit two. And then late, uh, last week against San Diego in San Diego, six innings of three run ball, five hits, four walks. That was the start I was talking about. Like, look good, but keeps walking the world. Yeah, really weird. Really weird. And, and it sucks what's happened to Flaherty because he was so, so promising. And now you kind of have to move the goalposts on his career, I think. Yeah, the walks don't give me confidence that in big spots, he's going to trust his stuff. And if he doesn't trust his stuff, then I don't want him in the playoffs. I also don't think he thrives in a relief role, which is... He, uh, he's never I'd, proved that. Like, I'd what, rather go to Matt. You're in a 1-1 series, and you put in Jack Flaherty in the fifth inning when it's tied 2-2? Two to two? No. No. I'd Kim rather Kim go to Monty, Steven Matz Kim than Monty. Flaherty. I don't want to go to Steven Matz either. I'd rather go to Matz than Flaherty. Yeah, if, if those are the two options, sure. Yeah, but Palante is a third option, and I would go to Palante yes. before the two. I would go to Palante too, but you can't just run him into the ground. He's also yeah. young. Okay, now eliminated teams. We had mm -hmm. already talked about Washington, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Miami. 
Oakland, Detroit, Kansas City. So we've got to say one nice thing about the Rangers, Angels, Red Sox, Rockies, Cubs, Diamondbacks, and Giants. Cool? Cool. Starting the AL, one nice thing about the Texas Rangers. The Texas Rangers scored the fifth most runs in the American League this year, and they still had a negative 24-run differential because their pitching just gave up the world. That's not a nice thing. Say a nice thing. Okay. Brock Burke, awesome in the pen. Matt Moore, awesome in the pen. Okay. Sweet new ballpark. Great new ballpark. Great new ballpark. That's my one nice thing. They obviously low. Nathaniel Lowe kicked ass this year. Kicked ass. The Angels, nice thing. They have Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. Yeah, it's the only nice thing. I'm so upset at them. What a horrible year! Horrible. Taylor Ward was good. There's nothing. They scored 593 runs. It was less than the. Fucking Royals. Yeah, but the Royals are new school, man. The fighting Vinny Pees and Mike Massey's. The Angels scored the third least amount of runs in the American League this year. But we're we're saying nice things. Yeah. Um hey, David McKinnon when he was on the roster, sweet hair. Not they allowed good less, baseball, but cool they, hair. They allowed less runs than the twins. The Brandon Marsh <laughs> for Logan O'Hoppy trade was cool. Except Brandon Marsh is playing well for Philly. Yeah, and Logan O'Hoppy is going to be really good for the Angels. Check out the top 100. He's in there. Live now on JustBaseball.com. Yeah, and we're going to talk about it tomorrow. Yes, we Red Sox eliminated. Nice thing. Michael um, Walker was a good deal. They are one of three teams in the American League to score over, or three teams in the American League East <laughs> to score over 700 runs. Um, they have won three games in their last 10. Okay. Better than two. Okay. Um, John Schreiber, great reliever. It's fun that they made space for Tristan Casas. Yes. That's um, about it. Michael Waka was great. Yeah, that's what I said, man. Open oh. your ears. I was too busy trying to think of other things. Open your ears. Sorry. Uh, and, and there's something about that Sitco sign in left center that just gets yes. me going. Gets me. Yeah, running. Fenway Park. Awesome. Awesome. It's it's the Mecca. Uh, all right. Nationally, the Rockies. Great fan experience at Coors Field. Yep. Good beers. Um, you get drunker there because of the, uh, the altitude. altitude. Yeah. Okay. So you also now, Khan, you also probably get a little bit more gassed climbing the steps to your seat. Not kind of. You do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, what else? Wait. Joe, he tapered <laughs> off big time. That was yeah, brutal. yeah, was really bad. Um uh, Brendan Rodgers, in terms of DRS, number one in baseball. There we go. Okay, Brendan Rodgers, great defender. Ezekiel Tovar, two hits on the first two pitches he saw in line drives. Line drives. Uh, Herman Marquez, great ERA on the road this year. Allows a lot of hits. (laughs) Hit accumulation. 
man, if you just get Herman Marquez out of the Rockies, he's going to be so good. The Angels next year with Trout and Otani are going to be so good. The Rangers, once they add four more pitchers, are going to be so good. The Cubs. Christopher Morrell has a cannon. Yeah, he does. Um, Nico Horner Nico took a Horner. major step up. Yes, he did. Um, Seiya Suzuki played baseball for them this season and was mm-hmm. decent. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin Steele proved that he's one of the better left-handed pitchers in the division. Yeah. The farm showed out. That's another one that I'll shout out. Matt Mervis had had his breakout a season, as you'll find in minor league baseball. Pete Crow Armstrong looked great. South Bend, I think, won the Midwest League. So they had massive success in low A, high A, and they had dudes pop off in double and triple A. Canario had like 37 homers. And you got to give it to Marcus Stroman. Battled this season. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he was a grinder. Height don't measure heart. Yeah. Arizona, uh-huh. 71 and 84. Arizona eliminated. They called up Corbin Carroll. Yeah. Christian Walker. Really good this year. What Dre Jameson? How about Dre Jameson throwing fuzz? Chirp, chirp. Ball State's finest, Dre Jameson. What, what about Ryan Nelson? Ryan Nelson. He's been good, man. Kinda. He's been good. I like Ryan Nelson. Merrill Kelly. Zach Gallon has established himself Zach as Zach Gallon's a, awesome. Seems like a true ace. Next year's rotation can feature Zach Gallon, Ryan Nelson, Dre Jameson. Brandon Fott, who's a top 100 guy. This is a very interesting Diamondbacks team. I'm going to watch a lot of Diamondbacks games next year. And Merrill Kelly. We started yesterday's Just Baseball show with why Aram loves the Diamondbacks as this year's Orioles or a team like that. And I said, have you been on the Diet Smoke Pack? And he said, no, this is a sober thought. And I agree with him. Brandon Fott, you can find him on the Just Baseball Top 100 as well. Another team freshly eliminated, and the last one we got to talk about is San Francisco. Camilo Duval. Duval. You're talking about 104? How about Duval 104? You know, we got a lot of flack for uh, remember that question when who's going to touch 105? Everyone was very upset that we didn't mention Helsley or Duval. Okay. I get it, but 104 and 105 again, different beasts. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine. I'm sitting here with my, you know, feeling okay. With my bed and Joyce. Uh, but we're mentioning them now. They deserve it. Duvall. They earned it. They throw gas. And Duvall is awesome. My my hot take at the beginning of the year that he establishes himself as the best reliever in baseball. Fell flat on early. his face. Ah, flat on his face. Have you seen his stats? I've been it's good. Been awesome this year. It's one um, of the best closers in baseball. Logan Webb and Carlos Rodon made 40% of their games palatable. Yes. Logan Webb, one of the most underrated seasons yet again. Was very good this year. He's awesome. What he does is not sexy in the slightest no. because ground he's a ground ball guy. I mean, yeah. he and Framber Valdez are two of my favorite pitchers to watch just because they burn bats on the ground. It's awesome. Yes. They saw him off. Yep. All right. That was one uh, nice wait, thing about uh, every team. John Brebia threw 700 innings in the bullpen this year. Mm-hmm. I felt like every single time I turned on a Giants game, it's six inning, he's in. Who was the one that bitched out Gabe Kapler and then got optioned? Littell was that Zach, Zach Littell? Littell? Zach okay. Littell. He is not on the Giants anymore. Yeah, he's got spunk though. He's got a fire that I don't respect, but it was fun to watch the video. You just can't go Gabe Kapler like that. 
But you Johansson. can't go at another. You can't go at your manager like that. I mean, understand the hierarchy of the San Francisco Giants. He's probably like, shut up, Kapler, just because you're handsome. You can't just toss us around. He's like, it has nothing to do with me being handsome. I'm the manager. And he's like, oh, I forgot. I thought you were just some Abercrombie and Fitch model, like hanging out in the dugout. Abercrombie and Fitch. There was there was a tell-all article about Abercrombie and Fitch, like being just awful for for the general public because it Makes created sense. this this body image. I mean, dude, they had the most comfortable pajama bottoms ever. That's my thing that I'll say about Abercrombie. I mean, and Fitch. Gabe Kapler makes me uncomfortable about my handsomeness. Uh, he makes so he he makes you uncomfortable, meaning you are envious of his looks. Envious. Have you okay. seen the way his beard connects? Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. Now, I think you need to be more comfortable with your level of hotness. I'm perfectly comfortable with where I'm at. What I will say is Gabe Kapler gets me a little hot and bothered. So I'm uncomfortable in a different way. Okay. Okay. Like more and, like questioning yourself. Yeah. And with that, um, <laughs> now all three of us together, we're again, just baseball's top 100 prospects live on just baseball.com. So go check that out. Great, exhaustive look on a hundred guys, which is phenomenal. I don't think you're going to find more spot on analysis from any guy. I'm telling you, I see a lot of these guys in AAA ball. What Aram writes up on them totally checks out. And across other publications, you know, sometimes you'll read something and it's like, I don't think that's exactly right. I've watched him 20 times. I've watched him, you know, make five starts. I, I don't see that. I don't see what you're seeing. With Aram, I was reading along when I was editing and I was just nodding. I was like, yep, 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 yep. Every guy in Indy or or that I've crossed paths with in Fort Wayne, I was reading and every note. I'm like, yeah, that checks out. That yeah. checks. It feels like he's watching like the same exact games as I am every single night. And, and that's what he does. He watches so much minor league baseball to look at the future of the game. And this is as good a look at the future of the game as you will find anywhere. Promise. The man got hip surgery and then didn't lift his eyes from ML- MILB.com's streaming services. Yeah. 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 Oh, incredible article. Make sure you go check that out on justbaseball.com. Make sure you check out the call-up because especially next week, Jack and Aram will be going prospect by prospect, giving you full in-depth analysis beyond the write-ups that you're going to find. And then on tomorrow's episode on Friday, we will be doing kind of biggest takeaways as well as taking a look at the top 10, especially because those are the guys that everybody wants to know about. But you can get an early look over there at justbaseball.com. Um, and make sure we got Thursday night football picks are now live on not gambling advice. Um, so if you're into football, definitely go check that out on that podcast. Um, the boys is spring college baseball's right around the corner. Oh, the big announcement. That was crazy. They're firing it up. Make sure go subscribe to that podcast. The boys of spring. We got plenty of content coming for you. Um, and we didn't really get to talk about the national league, how it's tied, uh, between the Braves and the Mets, but it's it's one of those situations right now that's pretty fluid. Like by the time you're listening to this, the Braves could be one up or the Mets could be one up. So we're really going to start predicting once next week comes in. We have, you know, more teams have established themselves where they are. We'll give you full playoff previews. You're going to find everything on just baseball, whether it's articles on just baseball.com, whether it's lit, you can listen on all these podcasts. And with that, thank you, everybody.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.